With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com. And we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. We got this story from the Daily Mail. Too late. It's another one of these. It's another one of these. But because uh, Lauren's here, I figure uh, we can ask some, uh, uh, for the female perspective, UFC star Paige Van Zant reveals she made more money flaunting her body on OnlyFans in 24 hours than she did in her entire fighting career. The 29-year-old sports star shared how she started sharing saucy snaps. She makes more money in one day. Um, it's really simple. In a traditional marketplace among human beings... They are more likely to pay you, if you are a woman, for sexual objectification as opposed to masculine fighting. That's I it. I mean, this works, it's for, that simple. this works for a lot of things. Sometimes I walk by my closet and I look at my socks and I'm like, hmm, 50 grand right there. If I'm willing to, <laughs> no. you know, only, let go of my dignity. There's like <laughs> a, there's a website like OnlyFeet or whatever. Yeah, OnlyFeet, yeah. I'll make, it, I'll make it very simple. Would a man be more likely to pay a, pay a woman to watch her fight? Or to get naked on camera. Yeah, get naked. Right. Yeah, like a guy's going to be like, yeah, look at that chick. I'd love to see her box another chick. Like, look, sometimes. Well, like, even the boxing know. itself, it, to some extent, is a sexual event right. going on. Like, guys are watching it. Like, I even have Dude, to, as always. much as I try to avoid that and don't want that to be my career, I have to acknowledge there is an aspect of my political career where people follow and watch my my videos because they're like, oh. Did you publish it? a sexual attraction yeah. there. And that's like look, something I'm not inviting, but happens. And you have to accept what? that. That's right. Oh, what's going publish. on? Oh, sorry, you didn't click publish. Yeah, I didn't click publish. Oh, that's it. Three, de three demerits. Yeah, my bad. You're gonna say oh, all are we not live? No, no, we're no, no, no. It's still gonna be recorded. People are just didn't it's see those posts on the site. It's, oh, it's okay. just there's like a, it's gonna be like a minute delay or whatever. Okay, no one but, saw my funny joke. No, they did. No, they will. They, they, they will. I was funny for a second. Yeah, I swear. You laughed. I, you know, I'm polite. You laughed at a woman's I'm, joke. I'm polite. I'm polite. <laughs> a polite laugh. Plus the discourse. Wait, I thought I thought you were a man. That's <laughs> yeah. Funny. Didn't you change your yeah, stuff yeah. for your you insurance? You knew. You intrinsically knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why your jokes are funny. It's because yeah, you we're, go. we're, we're we're seeing this more and more. And the reason why I want to talk about this is I think this is one of the greatest things ever. These women who are doing OnlyFans are going to have a much harder time getting quality guys. I'm not saying they won't have kids. They're, they're, they're going to have kids, but guys who are like top tier, I'm telling you like dudes who are high status are not going to be like, yeah, I want a chick who does no. porn on the internet. Nope. Okay. Okay. But here's the question for you. Do you think that girls are like, oh yeah, I want a guy who's subscribing to women on OnlyFans? Of course not. No. But it goes both ways. Women, yes, yeah, but, but women, here's my point. Women only want, like, there's a very narrow group of guys that all women compete for. You've seen right. the bell curve thing and stuff. So like, it's women like, but not all women are getting that. They may no, be of course like not. psychologically competing for it, that. It but. means that the women who do this have removed themselves from the running from the, from the, from the highest tier guys. 
So that means you're going to get only the more traditional women and the high quality guys, and they're going to have lots of babies because conservatives have more kids. So there's a higher likelihood that this will result in a pressure. Same point I made with blackjack. It may not even be noticeable to the naked eye or to the human mind, but over a long enough period of time, these women who are like, I don't want to work, I'm going to do porn. They're going to bump into a guy who's a successful business owner and he's going to be like, you know, it was really nice meeting you. Uh, have a nice day. Mm -hmm. But I, okay, I think there is a bit of a double standard here. Um, yeah, that's you, you pointed this out the other day, actually. No, but so like you said, um, you were talking about wealth and how uh, you were saying when women ask for wealthy men and men complain. Yeah, it's like comparable to when fat chicks uh, are like, you should like me. if I'm Yeah, you should fat. like me if I'm I'm fat. Right. And there's like this this thing where people don't realize, OK, men are like kind of laughing at women who join OnlyFans and they're going to have their lives destroyed. And a lot of these women are taking themselves out of the race for the highest quality men. But then what pocket of men does that put them into? That puts them into dating the majority of men. So the more women that go into OnlyFans, they're the more women to. that are going into like the kind of things that are less traditional family oriented that's bad for men as well they're not they're not going to so uh like phil pointed Thank out you. the the data shows that all women are trying to get the top 20 percent of men and so they often will be like yeah, but that's no. not realistically happening right so it, no it is it, 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 abso it absolutely is happening have it's you seen the data on virginity yeah. No, I mean, no, it's, it's thir happening, yeah. 30 when it comes to men getting married no and actually partnering. When I'm talking about getting married and actually partnering and having a life with someone, it, like when we're talking about pairing, uh, we were just talking I'm saying about over a sort a, of mating. Over a long enough period of time, if the margin is 0.5%, it benefits higher status men and more chest women, I guess, that's how you could describe it. Yeah, of course, the people who are behaving the best are going to find the best <laughs> And this partners, is another component of it. Of course. Natural but selection occurs. The... I just, you know, like when I see men that are like, oh, yeah, I want to get the new sex doll. I want to subscribe to OnlyFans. I don't need women anymore. You know, there is a temptation to cheer and be like, oh, those men have taken themselves out of the running, right? They're, well, they, you know, women didn't want you anyways if you have to do that. Women aren't attracted to porn addicts. But the reality is the more men get addicted to porn and the more women start making porn, that's just more hurt and broken people. Yes, and too, that's it, it true. It bleeds over into other areas that's, of society. That's, too, that's right? just the, the oligarchification, as it were, of the sexual marketplace. Mm -hmm. That you're going to, you know, you, you have this, this trapezoid-like shape where you have all the bad people, you know, all the unattractive very, because of mental status, status or, or physical uh, beauty. And then above that, you have the more attractive, higher status people. But over time, it's starting to become a very wow. narrow tower where very few people will be desirable. Everybody wants physical contact. Even even the weird porn yeah. addicted people, people are social creatures. You're going to have, look, I, I, I know some women who've, who've done this and it destroyed their lives. And it's not an understatement. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. And I don't talk to them anymore. It's like, and there's one chick. You mean like joined OnlyFans? This is before OnlyFans. They'd be like, I think I'm gonna do cam stuff because I, oh, I need to make money. Yeah. And like, I'm only making 12 bucks an hour at Starbucks. And I was like, yeah, you'll destroy your life. And they were like, I'm gonna try it. And then they destroyed their lives, lost a bunch of friends, got hor ridiculed horrendously, became like got dumped. And I'm just like, what did you think was going to happen yeah. when you became this thing on the Internet and made no money doing it? And they were fucking losing it. And I'm like, I think you're a bad person. Well, you it's know. it's the easy way. And I think a lot of people are saying, you know, the world is a mess. No one seems to have morals anymore. Why am I working this nine to five when I could just take the easy way yep. out and get money? But you're right. There is spiritual consequences and there's sure. consequences to relationships like you can't you just can't I, you have to preserve something i think a partner. I, I think women want to be wives 
I, 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 I don't think every single woman does because it's just too absolute. But when I look, I'm, I'm watching, uh, we're talking about fe female comedians. I fucking hate female comedians. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's sexism right there. There's a handful of really good ones. We were talking about this the other day. Like Nikki Glazer is really funny. I was watching, so I'm on Instagram and I'm, I follow Ryan Long and Danny Polishuk and I, I see a lot of stand-up comedy. And every so often I'll get a female comedian. Always the same fucking joke. Mm -hmm. Every single fucking time. So like, I'm with my boyfriend, right? And I'm like going to meet his parents and my pussy is, so I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's all just weird pussy jokes. Mm -hmm. And I'm, there was one, uh, uh, the reason I think Nikki Glaser is funny is because I, I feel like she does comedy as a woman. Whereas all these female comedians are trying to emulate men with dick yes, and fart jokes. That's very that's, true. That's, that's a phenomenon of feminism that is, right. that is a horrible thing. Feminism has told women that all the men in the world are either their dad or the president, and they forget about the fact that there are that there are millions and millions of men who are not, you know, living the life, and they think that they want to be men. Like I want to be the CEO. I want to be the president, and it's that is not that is not what most women want. That's not what's fulfilling to this most. This is women. true, but there's also a bit of a catch twenty two here, and um, it like. Women, we don't live in an age where women can just live at home forever. If they're even allowed to live with their parents, most people are getting kicked out at like 18, right? You have to get a job. Yeah. You can't just sit around and wait for a man to pick you up off the street, right? So women do have to pursue careers for a bit. And then there's a sort of mating. Educated people are more likely to date and be with educated people. Mm -hmm. Career people are more likely to date and be with career people. So if a woman wants a good man, one of the best things she can do is actually go and get an education and a career. So, so here's my point, though, to That's, go back. I, I want to make a point on what I was saying. The reason why I brought up female comedians and their style of comedy is that often you'll see that a lot of their what they're so what they're talking about is men, men, men. They when, these feminists and these like LGBT people are so mad about the Bechdel test. But for, do you guys know what the Bechdel test is? For those no, that are familiar, it? no. It's uh, a movie passes the Bechdel test when there are two women talking to each other about anything as long as it's not a man. It's really stupid. And so what happens <laughs> is, in almost every movie, women are talking about men and men are talking about things. Yeah. The problem is that fits standard human social dynamics. Men are object oriented, oriented. Women are subject oriented. So I think women mostly picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. What they're focused on and success to women has a tendency towards successful social development. And for men, it's successful uh, objective uh, development. Meaning guys, here's another example. Holy shit. 
watch a, watch a skate video filmed by a dude. And what is it? A guy doing a trick. Watch a skate video filmed by a chick. And it's her face in front of the camera with the guy behind her. And she's like, oh, and you're like, get your fucking face out of the camera, dude. But because to her, she's the, she should be seen. That, this and, reminds and this me is of, the meme uh, of women taking pictures of objects yeah, and putting their faces in it. Yeah. My point is this. I'm a guy. So I'm going to go, eh, get the fuck out of here. But women care more about people. And you can argue that's a better thing for humanity. Guys care about killing a bear and then saying they did it. Women care about building a, a, a relationship with other people, be it friends, family, or otherwise. So what I see now with all these women doing OnlyFans and working, what I think with the OnlyFans stuff, it shows women would rather have social interaction for money than collating papers and filing TPS reports. Sure. I think they might. Okay, so this is an interesting phenomenon too, though, is that uh, women doing OnlyFans tend to hire other women to do their social interactions yep. for them. And I think it's because they may underestimate how much it's like butter being spread over too much bread when you go in and it's like you're actually exhausting your capacity for social interaction. Oh, how fucked up is it? I, mean, I, I want people to understand what it means to be on OnlyFans. This, this woman, she's probably going on OnlyFans. She probably has 300 messages. And she's probably copy and pasting, oh, I'm so wet for you. Oh, I'm so wet for you. Oh, I'm so yeah. wet for you. Over and over and over again. All what does these that do guys. to your soul? That's like, that's doing stuff to your head. If people There's, think the content they're seeing, that they're sharing, that they're, you know. There was one woman, she was like, I may, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. She's like, she has a team of seven women who are working for her, running her socials. That's right. I love, my favorite is Andrew Tate. Apparently, yeah. he was sexting guys. Yeah. Saying like, oh, bro, my pussy's so wet. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's what he was doing. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the modern era. For all you know, that hot chick you're talking to was Andrew Tate the whole time. <laughs> hey, such before a we go any deeper, you guys want some meat? And I'm not joking. This well, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk more about these gender you're dynamics. Totally unrelated. <laughs> I saw you chewing you on that bill talk. You want one of these? They're really good. Yeah, yeah actually, I kind of do. Yeah. I just, had, I just had one, so I want to spread the love. Bro, Dude, I'm, willing, I'm willing to bet that almost all OnlyFans that are making tons of money are just guys. Yeah, I asked the girl. Like they're getting their girlfriends to do it because the girls are like, listen. AI. Would you? What, what would you rather do? Too, would you rather run the business, or would you rather take photos and go home and then leave? Take a few pictures, spend twenty minutes getting pictures taken, and then go shopping. I don't. I don't know that these women even want to run the business and the financials of doing OnlyFans. They'd rather have a guy do it. Effectively, a pimp. Hmm. That's just it, man. Hmm. I asked this girl, this is a bit of a, it's just gender dynamic conversation. I mean, this OnlyFans shit is tragic and it's just, it's like, it's like cocaine. It's like addictive drug. The money is like an addictive drug. I dated a girl that became a stripper and hated her life, but made so much fucking money. It was hard for her to quit. But I asked this girl, when it comes to like people over things, this is a total tangent, total, kind of a, a sub segue. Would you rather be 38 and single with a child or 38 and married with no child and she said single with the child so maybe the woman's real and this is just her it's anecdotal but maybe it's not to be married it's more to have kids probably i think that's true women want to have babies kids are the joy of life has your life completely changed completely changed i love it i love being a mom it's the best thing in the world like i, I couldn't imagine it any other way i couldn't this is why women don't like periods because that means you're not pregnant. Women just want to be pregnant nonstop, 24-7. It's all they care That's about. The, Don't the, know about that. In the Jewish, in the Jewish faith, it's uh, every Saturday was Shabbat. Part of Shabbat is have sex unprotected every Saturday. 
and get pregnant every chance you can. And when she gives birth, you have sex again on Saturday and get her pregnant again. And then next, as soon as it's out, next Saturday, it never ends. It's constant. And that was probably like part of the faith to like grow the culture in the back in the day. But that's baked into the to the culture. Hmm. I just learned that. Well, I mean, weeks ago. when you're when you're dealing with things that are traditional like that, uh, a lot of times, up until the past hundred or so years, you know, if you had five kids, there was a chance that two or three of them would die. Yeah, right. So right. part of the reason why religions were were very very much like go forth and multiply and right. have kids and blah 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 is because of the fact right. that that was how you kept your society from running from from dying off because well, and yeah on a biological level too i mean that's why sex feels great yeah well i mean yeah you it's it, the point is it, the the whole impulse is to make more you know right. so. oh it's an that's impulse it. all right and like the dude's <laughs> genetic thing is go kill the bear bring it back to the woman so that she can feed the bear to the kids while you're out killing another bear see that's if, right if you want to if you know if you want to make a pussy wet you go kill a bear or, with your or get hands. a bunch of money so that she doesn't have to fucking shove her body in front of a bunch of dudes yeah, exactly. to get the money. Like, you should be bringing the money back so that she can feed the kids while you're out getting the money. But the society's... Uh, this is what all sporting events are. It's a bunch of dudes getting all sweaty and gristly and or gl glistening and in the sunlight and boxing and beating the shit out of each other. And then one guy stands up and goes, I win! And then all the women are like, I want that guy. Well... It's mostly men who watch that stuff too, right? Well, yeah, but like the women care about the social interactions between each other. Men, the men care about the object oriented of it. Mm. The guys want the numbers and the stats and the women want the best guy because, you know what I think? I think a strong component of it is women don't care so much about their guy. They care about what other women think about their guy. Mm -hmm. the, exactly. the, the test of the man is whether or not the other women also crave and want the man, which is why they say wearing a wedding ring makes you yeah, get it, hit it's on. It's true. Oh, it's absolutely true. Oh, I've that's interesting. That myself, but it, oh, there's a word for it that the uh, red pill guys have a word for that. Yeah, covetousness. The, the the red pill guys have a word for what you just described. I forget what it is, but it's yeah, it's I think it's true. Oh, like high value, high value male. No, uh, no. But here's the thing, though. I think only women with uh, psychological disorders, which unfortunately <laughs> makes up for most of the world, are looking at guys with rings and thinking, "I want him." Like in the film I'm doing, Empty Love for Tenet, uh, we open it with a guy who says he wears a ring to the bar every day because that's how he gets women. They're like wow. super into it. But do you think any woman who is actually menti mentally healthy and going to be like a good wife and mother is going to be into that? Or at a bar? Or like, I mean, you're trying to pick up chicks at a bar. No, you yeah, yeah, exactly. But... No, you're supposed to go to a laundromat. <laughs> you're supposed to go to church. Actually, let me, I have, I have a question for you guys though. All, all the men in the room, have you ever, and John, you don't count because you were like childhood sweethearts, but have any of you guys ever dated a woman that didn't have a job? Like proper, never had a career. When I was young, well, I mean, when I'm a teenager. Okay, you so mean like in none my adult of you life? in your adult life you haven't really dated women that haven't had careers, and you probably wouldn't be interested in that. I I think would. you guys probably want intelligent women that you can have conversations with. Well, of course, yeah, I want to share my career yes. with my wife. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend basically runs this company. Yeah, she's very smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's like she's like do she's like all all all. I just sit here and complain about Democrats all day, and then she makes a makes a yeah. machine. She work. makes the match. So, <laughs> as a mom and pop media yeah. shop. There, I, I think yeah. that the the communication about women is, is there's a broken communication because it the way a lot of red pillars talk about it, it sounds like the best you can do is find a woman who's basically like retarded, bonker in the head. <laughs> most, right yeah, in the most, I mean, it's, most I, red I, pillars I, are idiots, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's completely. Dumb. 
it's retarded. I mean, uh, is it something I can say? I yeah, unless you can yeah. say yeah. anything, okay, right. but they, it'll all be clipped anyway. But you can right. say it and not get kicked off this network at all this right. moment. Cool. Um, yeah. So it is retarded. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like I, you know, to me, you know, if I had to share my life with somebody who was basically stupid, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I like that idea. Very I mean, much. look, I was married for a while, and I was married to a woman that had a great career. And it was, you know, it was fine and everything. But I don't know that it's a good idea to use that as a metric as to whether or not that is an indicator of that, of, of it's going to be a successful relationship. Right, right. You know? Well, so this is what I find interesting, too, because there's all of this data that is really strong, all corroborated, like you can go look at it yourself, that shows the more educated and the older people marry, the more likely their marriage is to be successful by significant rates. So whenever people are like, you got to find that 19-year-old without a job, it's like, actually, you are advocating for families to fall apart actively. I want a woman with ambition, but I don't like the idea of her going off and doing some job far away where I'm not around. Yeah. I don't like that. I want it to be there together. You, yeah, it's it's, it's a, a nightmare. Team. Like it has to be a team effort, you know. Mm -hmm. So so my wife is now a stay-at-home mother. Um I work from home so I'm at home too. But um you know, we're we're on the same page, you know. Like as as far as mission goes. And I mean, we have we have no problems. Like we we have no marriage problems. Um we also sort of grew up together, you know, in a way. Like we started dating when she was sixteen; I was fifteen. Um, so Lauren's right; you guys don't count your kids. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's, that's <laughs> no, it's true too. Like I see the stuff; I'm like, holy smokes! I'm so happy I'm, I don't have to be in like the dating market. It would be a disaster, you know. But um, it's a disaster. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you got to be you got to be on the same page. Chastity. I, I think legit. true Not, yeah, true chastity. successful relationships don't necessarily require, but are greatly advantaged by being childhood sweethearts. I also think you both have to have your own money. I am in a position where I know a lot of women who are very unhappy in their marriages and they t tend to have come from the trad circles and I know them all personally and um, obviously I'll never name names, but uh, the only reason their marriage has continued is because they have no way out and it is a constant mm. misery situation for them. It's true. And yeah. if they're, you're not actively choosing to be with the person every day, if you're not actively choosing, I love this person and I'm staying here of my own volition, that is not a real relationship. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Relationship. Yep. Yeah. Well, here's the issue. Back in the day, most people were childhood sweethearts to a certain degree. They grew up in the same communities. They knew each other. They went to church together. And then eventually one guy would be like, oh, shucks. Will you, will you, can I ask your dad to, to let me marry you? Or whatever the rules were. And mm -hmm. the dad would be like, here's the dowry. Now you get my daughter's money or whatever. And uh, But they knew each other their whole lives. Yes. 
Now we live in this weird crackpot reality where it's like you met someone for three months at a bar when you were 20 and you're like, let's get married. And then it turns out she's got these crazy beliefs about ghost aliens and crazy crackpot bullshit. Mm -hmm. And she thinks that tree bark is the cure for the common cold. And you're like, this lady's nuts. What the fuck? I knew I knew I knew this. Uh, I did this one chick a long, long time ago. And uh, I, maybe I shouldn't say too much because I don't want to be mean. But like, I'm just going to say this. When you tell me you can read the minds of animals abruptly, yeah. I'm just like, it was very nice spending time with you. I'm going to leave now. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I mean, I was married and there, there is a certain amount of, you know, you can, you want to, to talk to each other and be on the same page and stuff, but there's only so much that you're going to get out of talking because I honestly, I'm not sure that I believe people tell you yeah i'm not sure that people really know what they want and can tell you the truth yeah. i'm not they don't they might not think they're lying right now right right but no you're right you're but right. Yeah. circumstances will change and all the shit that they said they want they don't want anymore yeah. let me let me let me let me ask them uh you're from south africa right where'd you grow up uh <clears throat> born in south africa i grew up in belgium and canada so okay, okay right. like, yeah. uh, phil where'd you grow up i don't fit in any category chickabee mass massachusetts yep okay so uh do you guys know the feeling you get when you get a nice heavy snow, maybe like 12 inches, the lights are dim, maybe Christmas Christmas lights are on the tree, mm -hmm. and you're sitting down mm -hmm. looking out the window, it's very quiet, and you've got like a hot cocoa. You know that feeling? Mm -hmm. The best. Not, exactly, yes. Not everybody understands what that feeling right. is. If they grew up in California, and you, there's no word for that feeling. Yeah, that's totally mm -hmm. it. But... If you grew up in a similar place and similar environment with similar values, when you say, I love that feeling and you're with someone who knows that thing too, mm -hmm. you're both sitting there being like, wow, this is the most beautiful moment. Mm -hmm. So me and my girlfriend, we Christmas is fucking epic. I remember those Christmas nights, the sun's coming down, mm -hmm. the sun's almost gone, the snow is coming down, it is quiet, mm -hmm. you can hear a mouse squeak and there's candles, it's dimly lit, you sit on the couch, you have hot cocoa and it is, it is a it is it is heroin. Man, I'll, it is I'll tell pure. you, if there's one thing that would make me move back to Canada, it's that. Yeah, yeah. I know the word. But imagine being from Florida. You don't yeah. know that feeling, and and I'm not saying you, you have your own feeling. I don't know. That, no, yeah, that is. I know the word for that. It's called shitty. That environment <laughs> fucking sucks unless you have heating. I mean, it's, we're very luxurious to live in fucking cold. But I know what you guys. Why would I, you I grew think that you wouldn't be in a heated area? I don't because I lived so much in Ohio not, where it was just frigid cold. I don't want to shit on your dream. About it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you see, you did. Ian, I hated no, the Ian, winter. You are not cozy pilled and you need to leave. Right. I like there 90 you go. degrees. <laughs> like you can still get that cool dripping sweat where no, you're like, oh, no. it's 90, but see, I'm this 78. This is Ian intentionally trying to shit on this right, because no one is talking about what dreams. he's saying. No one's talking about being trapped in the cold and dying and freezing. <laughs> We're talking Jeez. about this a tweet shared not experience. About a shared experience <laughs> yeah. that no one ever said to you. Yeah. When we, when I was growing up, no one ever went to me and said, hey, remember last winter when the snow was coming down? It was really quiet and the lights were very dim and you sat down there with a cup of hot cocoa. Maybe a movie was on with your family. You played a board game or something. You know that feeling you get? No one ever brought that up. Now I'm in my late 30s and I say this and people go, Fuck, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. You're making yeah. me nostalgic and for it Christmas. Needs, it needs a word. But my point is this. Every Christmas, my, me and my girlfriend, mostly my girlfriend, will put up the Christmas lights, dim the lights, and then we'll sit there and like the snow is coming down and we're like, Aww. this is the greatest fucking it's thing. There's something about being able to share silence together and the enjoy song, it. Right. The songs, A Song for a Winter's Night by Sarah McLaughlin is the soundtrack to exactly what you're talking about. But what, what, what I mean to say is, if I was with someone who grew up in SoCal, Texas, Florida, Arizona, New Mexico, 
And then they were here in West Virginia and that snow came down and I was like, come on, let's dim the lights and sit down. They'd be like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. Like, can we go out and do something like, man, the snow sucks. I have thin skin. It's not so much that it's absolute. They would always be that way. They might love you and be like, okay, let's try this. I'm just saying that me and my girlfriend grew up in the same place. Right. We've known each other for a very, very long time. We have similar worldviews because the region we grew up had similar political it, views. It, it gets imprinted in childhood. We know right. about Portillo's hot dogs. We know about Giordano's. So it's like the things that I like, she's very likely to know about and like too. And so it's very easy to be aligned. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Drugs, I mean, unfortunately, I think bring people... Oh, sorry, drugs can bring people close together like that which kind of sucks because that's, that's the problem yeah. and then they become yeah. like my weed smoking girl and then when the weed's not there all of a sudden or they'll do like molly together one night and be like we need to be together forever yeah. and then when they're not on that it's like <laughs> this is a disaster and then there's birth control <laughs> yeah but let's let's bring in callers now before we have another can of worms who do we got it's like the best callers on earth yeah let's uh hear what jwks say you were with us how are you Bill good. Hello, everyone. Uh, Long-time member thought tonight would be a good uh, good time to call in. Oh, yeah. What's good? Uh, well, with a mind toward helping build the anti-time square, I'm looking at moving to Martinsburg to open a gun and custom machine shop around firearms. Oh, I'm wondering what Let's advice go. you all would have for someone willing to move 1,300 miles. Where are you moving from? Oklahoma. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, dress warm. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Were you, were you asking for it advice? It would be the coolest thing in the world if everyone just moved to Martinsburg, West Virginia, and we took it over. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Just take over Berkeley County. We got a bunch of gags planned for Castle Castle 2. We're going to start filming more in uh, Martinsburg, and we're going to create a fictional Martinsburg, West Virginia, where we do skits and bits. Yeah. Were you asking for advice about how, how to do it? Yeah, like the town. Uh, I've been looking up you know, online and stuff, but... Uh, I've never been to that particular area, so just looking to see how the area is. Town's great. My apartment complex has vacancies. Uh, are you are you downtown or no? Uh, I'm no, no. I'm not downtown. I'm by the uh, by the Walmart and by the uh, the, oh, okay. the food places. Do they do month to month? Yeah, you pay rent month rent. to month. Well, I no, no. I'm it's a lease, so renting month to month would be good if you're going to buy a place. I mean, obviously, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot of new houses out here as well. You could put down a lease pretty easily. Depends on how long-term you're looking. I'm assuming you're looking relatively long-term. So there's a lot of stuff out here you can lease as well. Pretty new places, older places. You're looking to buy right away? Uh, not necessarily buy, but definitely at some point. Yeah. It's so, so nice here, dude. Even the winters are, like are really nice here. Yeah, let's try it. Also, I, w I feel like I need to specify right now. I, I was looking at comments. Everyone thinks I'm an alcoholic. I don't drink outside of this show. Me neither, man. <laughs> right? Hardly at all. I, I'm already, I was like tipsy sure after that. Sure you don't. I literally don't drink when I'm not on social media. That's so funny. <laughs> so uh, Martinsburg <clears throat> has uh, some troubles. I think it's like going through what many towns are going through, right? Yep. Lost There's concern industry. about, yeah, right? There's concern about crime and drugs and stuff like that. But we're turning things around, baby. Everybody knows our plans. The first priority is protect the generational businesses that exist and the uh, the traditional and generational families. We don't want to come in and change, you know, things, take, take things away from the people who are already there. But what we're hearing from locals is that woke people are starting to move in. Why? Property is, uh, it, it's easier to live there. So if you're from like Frederick, Maryland, for instance, it's expensive. So what happens is young people leaving Frederick will go to Martinsburg, 50 mile drive, 
half cost rent and it's turning woke. And now generational businesses and families are getting freaked out. So we're like, nah, we're going to start building up there. We're going to tell them to go somewhere else. Is Martinsburg the best city in the area? I mean, Charlestown's better in some ways. Charlestown all day. Yeah, Char <laughs> Jefferson County banned like child drag shows and, and yeah, Berkeley County cool. where Martinsburg is did not. Yeah, which is cool. Wow. And like, I'm going, like, here's the thing. Here's the reality of being, uh, 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 what's the right word? An up and coming media mogul, as, as it were. Politicians in West Virginia are like, yo, this dude's building a massive multi-million dollar company and he wants to bring it to West Virginia. He wants to hire people. He's already got people moving to the area. He's trying to revitalize and invest and build. We need this. It's better for everybody. So when I say things like, we don't want to invest in this area because y'all have drag queens bringing children on stage, they're like, we don't like that either and we're going to make it stop. Hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, like, I don't want to tell you what to do, but you should. <laughs> you should not let that happen. Jefferson County did. They said, they passed an ordinance, we will no longer allow this. This is insane that they were doing it in the first place. And that's Charlestown. Charlestown. Yeah, so nice. Charlestown's great. Awesome. And um, part of me want, would rather be in Charlestown <laughs> It's, but it's a bit more difficult. I mean, Charlestown is, uh, it, it, it's, it's harder. It's nicer. Yeah. We were looking at a building a while ago that was like three stories, an old railway stop, very expensive. But the best thing about Charlestown is they got the casino, baby. <clears throat> they got oh, Hollywood, yeah, that Charlestown. place is awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, they got That's where we just were that, yeah. last week. That was, I yeah, love that place, man. Yeah, we do dinner at the steakhouse. And, uh, all the dealers know me in the poker room because I tip all. Uh, I tip all, the, the people who run the poker room. Let me. Guys, I'll tell you guys a story. What? They do. Uh, Sorry, this is a game changer. So <laughs> what the hell is this? South African this style. Is the best drinking. shit it's the I've best. eaten in my entire life. Excuse my language. God, it's good shit. Right? Nothing this is better, delicious. Biltong. Yeah, yeah. Biltong is great. So uh, wow. we we had a. Uh, we they were doing. Uh, they do this, they do this uh, promotion at the poker room called. High, it's a high end promotion. It's called. Uh, what is it called? De all decked out. And if you get a high hand, meaning aces, a, a full house with aces or better, and it holds for an hour, you get to draw a card from one of those like spinny lottery things. Mm. Yeah. I pulled the ace of spades. I won $2,500 and I handed it right to the dealer and the whole fucking room went nuts. <laughs> yeah. They were screaming. I love that shit. And That's so awesome. like that, I love, I love, it's local, it's small, but I, 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 I so much care more about the small town and the magic mm -hmm. and, and knowing people. Big city sucks. It's just, it's too impersonal. It smells like sour milk. You people know, people don't stuff. remember you. You don't walk into places and like make relationships. And it's so nice when someone knows your name and yeah. even just that little interaction. But when I saw that Martinburg, Martinsburg was, was, was struggling, there's two things there. Property's cheaper. It's super cool. The downtown area is really, really nice. There's, there is good food there, but businesses are falling apart. <clears throat> Local yep. diner closed, I guess. Yep. And so I'm like, we, yeah, we got to we got to buy that and make it Cousin T's or something. Hmm. So there's a great opportunity to do this, both in the lower cost and and the need that local people want. So we want to open a whole bunch of businesses. You know, maybe we'll do like, um, maybe we'll do, what, what can we do? Like Phil Labonte's gym, maybe. You know, yeah. There like we that. go. That's cool. I like Something that. like that, you know. And then what we'll do is this will be the template for a bunch of brick and mortar shops based on, <clears throat> you know, individuals and their brands. And if they succeed, we open. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open chains all around the all around the country. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But uh, anyway, was that sufficient, good sir? Most definitely. Thank you so much. Of course. Oh yeah, man. We look forward to uh, having you out here. Can't wait to Thanks. open Southern yeah, syrup on. there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should make Lauren Southern's maple syrup to be served at Cousin T's diner. Mm-hmm. There we well, go. Well, he, he does have his own maple syrup, though. Don't. There is snow yeah. around here. There so. is. There is. Hopefully a little more this year. You should uh, try one of these with some of that beef. This is burning my mouth, but it's so good. Yeah. There's other is, ones this is a that dark aren't... chocolate almond, and you eat it with the beef. Okay. Yeah, you should try that one. So, you, so you know what the. Uh, okay. It's not. Yeah, but that's that's not baseline. The spice is actually so impressive. Have you tried that one? I prefer the naked well, beef one. Oh. Yeah, I haven't tried that particular what? one, but I mean, I, is I it know good? it's not as good. What? I, 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 hey, as a staff, <laughs> you'll try this other one. Uh, this Brooklyn Biltong one. Dark chocolate like almonds one. with beef. Yeah. This is changing my life. That's <laughs> really good. All right. People, uh, are, people are wondering why it is I'm like eating on the members show so often. Wildfire wow. Whisperer. Have you done this? Uh, how are you? You're with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Tim, Lauren, John, congratulations on the doc. I watched Thank it this you. afternoon. Thank you. I'm a filmmaker myself, so I know what a big challenge that is. Nice. And I know you guys are killing it with your production company, but Ian, I know you love white pills. And I also have a big fucking white pill for you guys. If you uh, pull up hotshotmovie.com, you can see the flick that we made and what I'm talking about. Um, Tim, you inspired me to actually move my production company out of LA to Nashville. Woo! And got nice, man. Kids and never been happier. So thank you. Um, when I was still in California, I just made a bullshit press pass and I used it to just walk into every wildfire in California <laughs> nice. for six years. Nice, wicked. And I made this doc. Um, we. <laughs> We took it to HBO, and they didn't want it because I'm a white male. It's all right. Fuck them. <laughs> went to Netflix. No, that goes, man. That's your first mistake. We got all the way to the top. They told me to recut it and make it about climate change. Oh, wow. wow. Of course. Of course it is. And so then we even got you know, it to the Daily Wire after we reached out to Dallas when he was on your show. And he got back to us. He was rad. But ultimately, they rejected it because it has some like salty language. And you know how buttoned up they are over there. Salty um, language like so, what? Well, if you see the film, hotshots are like Navy SEALs of Wildland Fire. And so they say... My dad's a Wildland Firefighter, or, or he was for a while. Hmm. Oh, no kidding. So, dude, so then you know the entire environment, man. They're animals. And, you know, it's just it's a little too spicy for the Daily Wire. So we just put it out on Wix template website, launched it ourselves, and we're already profitable uh, we even got uh, a big spread in your hometown paper, Tim, the Chicago Tribune. And um, we got it on Amazon and Apple. But my question is actually for John. Um, because I remember back when you did Hoaxed, you guys had a great flick on your hands. I'm curious if you guys ran into the same kind of woke bullshit with these gatekeepers that we did. And like, did you have people telling you to change it? How did you guys plow through that and, and do such a great job of getting it to blow up outside the gatekeepers? Because, man, is it a challenge. Okay, so first of all, I got a big piece of biltong in my mouth, so excuse me for, uh, you know, uh, having food in my mouth while I answer. Um, no, so with Hoax, uh, you know, in 2019, we actually, um, in 2019 was uh, a, a, a self-release on Vimeo for Hoax. Later that year, we uh, signed up with a distributor, Random Media, and they put it out on like um, 
on like Amazon Prime and stuff. The only place we got banned from was Amazon Prime. It started doing really well on there. They banned it. Uh, we think most likely because we actually do, you know, talk a little bit of smack about Amazon on Hoaxed. Uh, but, you know, we, we did not try and get it to like HBO or, you know, like a Netflix or anything like that. So so we didn't have to deal with anything like that. So we, we didn't have to cut anything because of woke demands or anything like that. It was completely independent. Yeah, we had to we had to pay an aggregator to get it up, but yeah, it was not, yeah, we. Uh, I'm curious, we like, it well. with your latest doc, what what would you say the biggest challenges you guys had? Since like, I mean, this is totally independent. Us both being ADHD, <laughs> <Yeah>, that <doesn't laughs> literally, <really> help <laughs> uh, our mental problems. <laughs> no, it's yeah. uh, it's mostly the social components, like reaching out to people, getting them involved, having like cohesive visions for the path forward yeah okay so um the the main challenge with these sort of things and we we ran into this when you know when we did hoax as well with cernovich is um is getting people from the other side to Mm -hmm. sit down for an interview they just don't want to do it that's why in this doc too we just said right from the get-go this is a doc where we talk to pro-gun advocates because the mainstream media you usually get the anti-gun angle anyway so this doc's going to be it's going to be a pro-gun thing. I but mean, we, we included we, their angle in it, but we were mostly right. kind of debunking. We did interview a professor that did give the kind of um, the other side, but it wasn't that strong that it would have added anything significantly debunking right. the rest of the doc, so it didn't feel... Yeah, he was kind of more in the middle with things, too. Like yeah. he himself, he was, he was a member of uh, of the Brady campaign on the left, but he was also, he was also an NRA, NRA member, yeah. He was an interesting guy, actually. I, I kind of want to release that interview anyway yeah. at some point. Right. Would you guys do like supplemental stuff? Like, would you release the the, uh, the you know cutting room floor clips and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, um, I was gonna maybe do some of it for my subscribe star, but Tim, if you wanted some of the longer interviews for your guys, like, yeah, we've got the footage. <laughs> yeah. We could edit as supplemental. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely subscribe star too a little bit. Feed yeah. them. Them, yeah, like it, it's oh, it's always you? sad, you know, when when you do these long interviews and you only <laughs> use like maybe five minutes in the film, and you, you have to yeah. because otherwise you'll have a six-hour film. Um, but yeah, so much get left, uh, so much gets left on the on the cutting room floor that it's kind mm-hmm. of a shame. So it's nice to do something like that for sure. Six-hour film, so we do six one one-hour episodes. Yeah. Anything else to add? Well, I got a question for you, dude. Wildfires. uh, Wildfire whisperer. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, did you shoot this yourself? I shot the entire thing myself. It was just me with a press pass, and I just walked into the fires and just filmed it for like six years. And I don't know how I'm still alive, actually. You got great instincts, man. Some of these shots are (laughs) fucking incredible. This is just looking at the hotshotmovie.com. Especially these things from underneath the, the helicopters. Jeez. Yeah, I have a a lot of my friends in Idaho, uh, where I grew up for some years, uh, are also wild were wildlife firefighters like this. So it's cool that someone's done a film about them and about their job. Looks great, man. What did you shoot it on? I shot it on Reds, a helium and a Gemini and a Komodo. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can tell it's just so good. Cinematic look, it's nice. Awesome, man. I love to pump this through TimCast.com and like cut 10% of the sales to TimCast. I want to do something like that. So like turn it into another Amazon kind of thing. Yeah. Like what's your deal? You're you're selling it on your website. Is that what you're doing? Well, we posted it on our website just because we we didn't want to wait for Amazon to get it up. And, um, you know, there's a big issue with Congress with the firefighters getting their pay cut. So we just wanted it up and in the public sphere. But 
Uh, dude, we actually we tried to reach out to you at one point, but I know you guys are swamped because you're so successful. But um, we were, <clears throat> dude, we were willing to just hey, slap Tim Cast on the end of it. You guys post it because, dude, <clears throat> I make good money doing what I do. I just do a lot of commercials and stuff, but. I want to get eyeballs on it and mm -hmm. I value what you guys do so much with building culture. And this is like the most unwoke independent movie. And I was very stubborn about not changing it because you guys show us like every day that you can do it. And Tim, I know you've turned down a lot of offers from other oh, people man. to, Absolutely. you know, sell out. And the fact that you don't do it is so inspiring to us that, um, I would love to collaborate with you guys at some point. If yeah, you I mean, to... depending on what we could, we could talk, uh, uh, you know, like off, off, off show and see what your plan is for the film. When did you put it out? Uh, we put it out uh, two months ago and then it got on Amazon uh, at the October 2nd. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's talk after the show and, and see what we can do. I mean, whatever we could, we could shout it out at the very least, but maybe there's something more we can do. I mean, it looks amazing. Thank you so much. It'd be great. You guys rock. Yeah, let's, uh, I don't know the best way to, uh, advance communication because I literally don't do anything. Like I said, Allison runs the whole company and my email, I get like 500 emails a day. So it's just, I, I can never read anything, but I don't know. What's the, what's the, do we have any ideas like the best way to, uh, uh, if you so reach you, out to me on, uh, Twix DM, there you go. Twitter X or Twitter Twix, whatever, I'll, Twix. I'll get in touch with you. Serge, I'll do that. And uh, Tim, I actually exchanged a few messages with uh, your booker, Lisa. Oh, okay. Uh, for Culture War, yeah. So she, I sent her the link a while back. So you oh, guys... okay. Okay, great. Well, you can message her again, too, and let her know, you know, to, to, to reach out to me. And then, because basically what happens is I'll get an internal message, and then I'll immediately forward it to Allison. <laughs> like, yep. here you go. You're in charge. <laughs> I complain about Democrats on the internet. You make the company work. <laughs> you bring home the bacon, she cooks it. There you go. Exactly. Well. <clears throat> or actually... Am I cooking the bacon? Anyway, <laughs> nah, she's we'll figure it out, man. It looks great. I'd love to see it. Uh, we'll, and we'll, maybe, maybe, so maybe, maybe there's other stuff we can do. Uh, thank you. Cool, yeah, man. Cheers, man. Cool. Thanks, dude. Good Thanks work. for calling in. Awesome. All right, Trevor N. Not to be confused with uh, the other Trevors. How are you? What's up, guys? How's it going? Well, hey, man. That's going well. Thank you very much. Awesome. Yeah, this whole uh, call-in thing is pretty cool. Uh, one of my buddies from... Idaho is a smoke jumper, so I'm definitely going to check out nice. that documentary. Yeah. It looks really cool. Oh, yeah. Same, man. Uh, anyways, congrats to Lauren and John on the documentary. Thank you very much. Uh, I was wondering if you – I know Tim said he was going to put a lot of marketing behind this, and I was wondering if you had any ideas. I know like with like the Sound of Freedom and all the other kind of uh, independent stuff, the word-of-mouth advertising seemed to be – what drove the success of that and kind of the even the pay it forward aspect of it and i know as of, as of right now you have to be a member to watch it and i was just wondering if there was any plans to be able to kind of get it in front of more eyeballs than just the members or i don't know i don't know see that requires like building the infrastructure for the pay it forward stuff yeah perhaps moving forward as we start building things one step at a time the general idea right now is we're going to dump probably, I don't know, six figures in terms of marketing on YouTube. And then depending on the result, even just just go nuts and do a lot more. The idea should be that anybody who goes on YouTube will know this documentary exists and it, we want to make it culturally ubiquitous. So at the very least, 
it is beneficial if there is some guy on the left like I didn't watch that stupid fucking thing, but he knows it. He knows we made it. The general idea is you are the worst pirate I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. There we go. That's the general Why idea. Not? We want people to know we're doing it. We're here. We're 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 it, it's it's happening, right? And then uh, yep. from there we we push forward. Now, ultimately, though, I think first priority, of course, is the ads will result in people becoming members which allows us to make more documentaries and then they watch the documentary. So for now, that's what we got yeah, going on. Sure. Yeah. And, and yeah. when we're thinking about a lot of, a lot, a lot of other ways we could, you know, do it, but membership really is the key to everything. It just is. So it's like, you could sign up once for 10 bucks, watch a documentary and then cancel right away. It is what it is. You can do the same thing for what is a woman, but uh, we just need to start you know, doing more stuff that builds more memberships and then makes the company bigger. Maybe we'll get to the point where we're as big as Daily Wire with a million members. I think they have like a million or something. Probably more than that. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, hell, you're probably close to that, ain't you? Hell no. No. <laughs> far, far from that. Far, matey. Yeah, no. <laughs> far, but it's in the distance, sir. But let me, let, me, let me say this. If someone signs up at 10 bucks a month and they become a member for one year, that's $120. If a thousand people sign up at ten bucks a month, that's ten thousand dollars. It's one hundred twenty thousand dollars in one year if they all stay members. So that can fund the creation of a documentary. A thousand people signing up from one documentary. It's not that much as long as they stay members. So that's the general idea we're, we're aiming at. And with the ads, it's even better. If we spend so right now. We've the last when we started the show, it was like 350 bucks got us 55,000 views in an ad. That means we need 55 people out of that 50, 55,000. Oh, I'm sorry, 35 people out of the 55,000 is out of the ad need to watch the documentary for us to cover the cost of those ads. So if that metric is hit, fuck, we could put 10 million dollars in advertising because it means we are making more money than the cost of the advertisement, which is the goal until you reach market saturation and then everyone's already seen the movie, but that would be the ideal. I'm talking, we'll figure it out. I'm talking with Philip right now. The pay it forward thing should be really easy to build. He's a we fucking genius. We actually have an auction thing built that we never use. We use like two times for tickets, but yeah. Is the pay it forward like someone pays for a membership and then the next person who logs in gets it? it well, like, we, we, we go to the... Well, there's a lot of ways to do it. You'd go to the video on the site and click donate, pay it no, forward. I think, and I think then the way we should X amount of dollars in, and then that would unlock X amount of views. For the way the, we maybe should do first it, come first server. You'd email. No, 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 right. The only way we can do it is that if we're going to do a pay it forward system, that someone can buy someone else a membership, and then that person will be given the opportunity to renew a month later. Mm. Yeah. So someone could pay your initial ten bucks, but hey, man, become a member, watch this stuff. I'll sign you up today. You'll get a code, put in your information. Your first month is paid for already. And then next month it'll say, "Hey, would you like to become a member?" And they yeah, maybe that's they a don't. Cool idea. But that then it's like some people who are like, "Nah, I don't feel like signing up, dude. I'll sign you up and then just log in with your info." And they'll be mm -hmm. like, "Okay, if ten percent of those people are like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stay as a member. Why not? I'll put in my information." Some people are like, "Meh," but at least we sell more, you know, documentaries. Yeah. Yeah, we're that's a good idea. You buy month a monthly subscription that auto cancels, but they'll get an option. I don't know. To we could we could we it. could even theoretically get it on Amazon. If we put it on Amazon, I'd want to sell it for like $15 because look, man, if someone signs up to become a member and then stays a member, that is infinitely more valuable than someone who just bought a documentary one time. 
Oh, yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amazon would be a good one, actually. But just maybe, maybe, maybe after you've done the initial membership, right. push it's like, it's like, a, like a month later or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we upload. Then we put on Amazon as like mm-hmm. afterwards. You know. Yeah. We and we do want to do theatrical runs in the future, but we got to figure that stuff out. Maybe we can ask Dinesh. He mm-hmm. can probably give us a lot of advice. Right. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that you can pay it forward, pay subscriptions forward. Would that just go to <laughs> random people, like the the first hundred people that come and, and want? Next, we could have codes plan. generate where you can choose to like youtube does this you could be like i want to buy 10 gift memberships yeah and then you'll get 10 codes and then you can gift the codes to people when people are creating an account they can put the code in and get them we, we could build that i'm yep. sure our, our tech guy could probably build that yeah yeah they're pretty yeah easy. see i don't know oh, he's coming up. to listen at the app chat and let's see him cool. that's a great idea because then it's like people could just be like i know you don't want to sign up but here you go you'll get a free month if you do watch this documentary at the very least you get to watch this for free and they'll be like oh okay cool trevor anything else to add no, I think that sounds good. I do want to uh, shout out everybody in the Discord and everybody that works behind the scenes for TimCast that makes this shit possible because it's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. Here, they here. appreciate it, I promise. Yeah, the tech team is amazing. Uh, anyways, cheers, brother. Thanks, dude. Yep, see you guys. Bye. Uh, Nazrea. Uh, let's see if I can read your whole name. Nazrea the Beanie Collective. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Hey, I'm doing good. Um, hey, Lauren, I love your work. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm a huge fan. I've been for many years. Aww. In your book, um, Barbarians, How Baby Boomers, Immigrants, and Islam Screwed My Generation, you discussed <laughs> several factors affecting us. Since yeah. then, we've seen significant changes in the world. How do you think these factors have impacted us, as such as the continued influence of social media, mm. the shifting demographics, religion, and economic challenges? Yeah, I mean, if I were to go back and uh, rewrite that book, because I remember I was like 19, 20 when I started that, um, I would definitely focus more on the age of social media. I had no idea. I, I kind of, I feel like 2015, 2016, when I got into social media, that was when the political kind of rigging, mass censorship, algorithm changes were really going through the roof. And I hadn't experienced that when I was growing up. The internet was still a bit of the Wild West, so that that wasn't included in the book. And then the economic crisis and inflation and lockdown—none of that had happened when I wrote *Barbarians*. So I didn't I didn't make the connection between the demographic changes and cultural changes between the economic and housing crisis in Canada that I probably could have made. Um, wow, great question. It's been a while since I've even read that book. Obviously, <laughs> it's hard to even refresh um, some of the writings in it in my mind. But uh, that's really cool. I appreciate you bringing that up and asking. It's maybe worthwhile. I've started a few books and they have focused more on social media. And I, you are reminding me that there are people out there that would buy and read my books. And I should probably get down to the grind and finish the writing that I've started. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. And you may single-handedly influence me to finish my next book. <laughs> yeah, we're huge fans. So we're, we're excited and 
for your next one that definitely comes out. Thank you. Okay, I will work on it just for you. She's not going to Shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Have you ever considered using an artificial intelligence to help you write books? No, because my book would probably be uh, an attack on artificial intelligence. It'd be cool to get it to attack itself. Stephen imagine Marsh. if imagine asking Ted Kaczynski, would you ever get AI to write your manifesto? No, <laughs> I would not do that. Stephen so, Marsh so did it with are, his last book, and, but like he said he didn't. He can't own the copyright because it's an AI self-generated and then he went in and edited it and was like yeah interesting concept you could plow like eight books out maybe at 10 times the speed mm. yeah. i was just having a thought you know the, that shooter manifesto came out today um or the other day yesterday yeah or the day before they just don't make shooter manifestos like they used to <laughs> you know like they used to make these really long well thought out ones and now they're just like little scribbles on a notebook this like, one the post. tiktok generation this one may, yeah. a, a may bite have been size uh on some information. The, the reports were saying yesterday that it may be much longer than what we got, but we only got a three page. Yeah, yeah. It still didn't it. look like it was going to be a Ted Kaczynski, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't I mean, not everybody like was a, Ted. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like a traditional manifesto. It just kind of, you know, it, was, it, it seemed like a notebook that... The I mean, TikTok you know, like, like of a diary kind To of be thing, fair, but, Ted's, like, you know, the industrial revolution and its consequences was that, like, that is not, a typical manifesto yeah, either. Yeah, most of the right, time yeah. most of the time manifestos are, are tend to be rambling they have fairly a, a, at least a good portion that to most people does seem kind of insane mm -hmm. if you sit and you read ted's manifesto oh, yeah, you're no, like it's pretty oh, okay, he's, he's he, the only thing he's wrong about is what the mail's for like that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is uh is our friend still on the phone here was it nazarene yeah. yes yep they're sure. <laughs> yeah also my my uh, husband here wanted to give out a shout out Hello, Nazarene's husband. That's uh, Nazarea. Nazarea, I'm sorry. You had a question for my wife, though. I think. What was it? Oh, were you going to ask her a question? Did I have one? I don't know. You're... If I did, I forgot hey. it. <laughs> Here, I think. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just give the shout out real quick. Um, shout out to the new Beanie Collective cross genre, cross networking cross, uh, crew with Timcast Discord fam musicians only. It's only people that's in your Discord. Uh, the first video of Rolling Twenties is uh, out on the YouTube. It's really? It's trippy in clips edited from a place of love and creativity. Track is produced by Jay Billow. Uh, Chat might know him as Tenor Sheriff and vocals by myself. And we're making a bunch of new stuff with a bunch of different people in Discord, different genres, um, kind of just trying you, to cross-network each other. Let me know if I can get into this somehow. That's sweet. Very cool. Yeah, we're making Oh, wicked. I love this already. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you can hit me up in the Discord or I don't use Discord. Us. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta hit me up on uh, on Twix if you, if you would like to work together. That'd be sweet though. Every time civil war is mentioned, they start drinking, but I'm just dabbing. Oh, <laughs> cannabis. I'm thinking it's about damn time for graphene analysis. Mastery of penmanship, blessed by the spirit and my companionship. <laughs> Yo, with it, dude. Is that Jesus? Acid. Doesn't know the monster he's created in the chat, man. Beanie Collective. Every song is like a matrix downloadable injection, like a vaccine that is actually protective. So take a shot. Syllables mimicry rock. Forbidden news. We diffuse. Spitting truth nice. and minimal. A literal globalist marionette puppet. Sign of major labels. Mumble the psyop straight to you. Huh? I'm rolling 20s. Better, better show you something about a beanie boy. Cause like a volcano. Beanie boy. <laughs> Can you send us that beat? That's they awesome. Like yeah, that, that, that beat is by uh, Tanner Sheriff. Tanner Sheriff. 
yeah he's in chat he's a discord member all of this music is like discord produced the video so uh my Very wife good, made. Well, i i, I want to take the underlying beat the bass line and then give it to carter and see if we can put it on the album yeah yeah so uh, I, I, by, by march we should have like a full album done we might even have 10 songs so we're, you know call it we discord with ch we could add this one as a special to it with credits and everything and you know work something out okay well well for you and everybody in discord who wants to make music email me at nazarene holy tent at gmail.com can you spell nazarene, that out spell like nazarene nazarene like the typical jesus way not like nazariah n-a-z-a-r-e-n-e n-a-z-a-r-e-n-e yes nazarene what is the full, holy full nazarene holy tent holy tent. holy tent at what was it gmail at gmail.com i will uh be in touch my friend something know this go. i make music as well but i don't talk about it off on the show but i'll be in touch with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That beat was sick, dude. For sure. And uh, my wife, too, is going to uh, get some of her music on there, too. So, you know. Wicked. We're all already here. <laughs> Sir, do you make music, too? Yes. Yeah. Wow. How many musicians are on the around this table? I think all of us. I think except uh, Lauren. She's he's the like only the one. musician. Yeah. Well. No yeah. He doesn't really count. Really he's just like here to put everybody to shame. But <laughs> the only failed one. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one that tried so hard. <laughs> the only failed, failed one. Us. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Right on. I tweeted out the video. So, yeah, and and like, holy shit! I thought my phone was playing that, and I was like, oh no, my phone is playing the video, and then no, like awesome. I realized damn thank you so much dude yeah of like, course cheese season cheers man right on man awesome man all right oh, we'll be in touch you just did you just tweet that out yeah, yeah. He, did. Hell yeah. he just he just tweeted it you got that you got <laughs> the hug all day he just the hug. <laughs> 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 all right cheers yo thanks for calling cheers, in guys. bye guys thanks love all right uh lauren john it's been a blast yeah thanks, thanks for hanging out thanks for having us we're gonna we're gonna blast out more ads on youtube tomorrow we did one trial ad it looks like it's doing uh, pretty well we're gonna check the metrics and then we're gonna go nuts and just crank out more i'm gonna you know put some of the we have three different commercials plus an extended clip we're gonna run those as ads and i want to put them on everything i want someone who's like searching for how to make beef bolognese or whatever just gonna get this as a commercial <laughs> and be like what's going on and we're gonna make them watch Absolutely. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being members, and we'll see y'all tomorrow.